Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Inshallah, just after a short break of I think it was two weeks, inshallah, we'll resume our sharh, our explanation of al-adhkar, al-sabah, wal-masa, an explanation of the remembrances of the evening and in the morning, which the Prophet ﷺ led us and guided us to. These are according to the, as we keep saying, according to the organization of Hisn al-Muslim, that famous little booklet that we all know. Hassan al-Muslim, he's got a chapter in it called The Remembrances of the Evening and and the Morning. And all essentially what they are, are the hadith, the ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he says, man qala hina yusbihu or hina yumsi. That means whoever says this when they wake up, and whoever says this when they go to sleep, and they compile them all together, that these are the athkar that you say before you go in the evening and when you enter into the morning. We're up to uh, the dhikr number 17, very easy one inshallah to get back, very very easy inshallah, but ajr azim, small dua with lots of ajr inshallah. An Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu qal, qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, man qala hina yusbihu wa hina yumsi, subhanallah wa bihamdihi, mi'ata marra, lam ya'ti ahadun yawma al-qiyamati bi afdala mimma jaa bihi, إلا أحد قال مثل ما قال أو زاد عليه رواه مسلم. That the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the authority of Abu Huraira رضي الله عنه, that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, he who recites in the morning and in the evening these words, سبحان الله وبحمده, they translated it as glory is to Allah and praise is to Him. But as we always say, the English never does it any justice whatsoever. But inshallah, we'll explain the Arabic a little bit further. And they say this 100 times, he would not, he would not be surpassed. Yani no one would yani come with anything more on the day of, of resurrection by anyone having done better than this, except someone who utters these words or utters them more. Yani he utters them more than this person or yani they do the same amount. But it goes back, the, the essence of this hadith goes back to what subhanallah wa bihamdihi is. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. And these are very short words with great meanings. For when you say Subhanallah, and we may say this a lot in our, in Mathalan, in our Tasbih after our Salah. But have we contemplated, are we contemplating the meaning of what we say when we say Subhanallah? For Tasbih wa Tanzih. Tasbih wa Tanzih. That means you are disassociating all defects and deficiencies from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you say subhanallah, you're saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have any deficiencies and any defects. And when we say deficiencies and defects, مثلاً, that Allah should eat or that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should sleep or that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should have children. And when we disassociate or when we remove Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from these deficiencies, is according to the kitab and the sunnah. It is according to... The kitab and the sunnah. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا تأخذوا سنة ولا نوم من آية الكرسي That neither, يعني Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala neither snoozes 
nor does sleep overtake him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, this yanfi and gnome, well, uh, yeah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should fall asleep. Well, for this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far removed from this. Or when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Lam yalid wa lam yulad in Surah Al Ikhlas, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not beget or does not, is not begotten, or whatever they say. But essentially, he does, he's not a parent and he doesn't have any children, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was not born and he does not have children, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا يُظْلِمُ رَبُّكَ أَحَدًا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not oppress anyone. So we disassociate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from ever oppressing anyone. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, yani, is the ultimate justice. So in these, these things, مثلاً, eating and drinking and sleeping and all these things, في حق الإنسان, yani, according to the, the insan, these are the necessities of life. These are the necessities of life. For the insan needs to eat and the insan needs to sleep and the insan مثلاً, needs to have children. For these are all... Things which are essential to the, to the existence of the insan. وَلَكِنْ فِي حَقٍ The insan is the makhluq. And we said before that this dunya is either, this whole universe is khaliqun wa makhluq. Is khaliq wa makhluq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the rest of the creation, everything that is created. So if حَقِ الْمَخْلُوق the, the right, يعني, this according to the makhluq is something which is befitting of them. Is something which is befitting of them. But in, in, in the haqq of the khaliq, la taliqu bihi. It's not befitting of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that she, he should eat and he should sleep. But this is what a tasbih is. You say, subhanallah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far removed from any of these things. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far removed from any of these things. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, whenever someone claims something huge against the haqq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, when... For example, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was talking about the qissa of Isa alayhi salam and how the Nasara associated and they said that Isa is the son of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا كَانَ لِلَّهِ أَنْ يَتَّهِذَا وَلَدٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not befitting that he should ever take a walad or that he should ever have a son. تَعَالَ اللَّهُ أَمَّا يَقُولُونَ And then after this he says, سُبْحَانَهُ مَا كَانَ لِلَّهِ أَنْ يَتَّهِذَا مِنْ وَلَدٍ سُبْحَانَهُ that means far removed is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from ever needing or, or wanting to have a child, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses it in the context. Whenever something claims or does claim something about great about Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanallah amma yasifun, subhanallah amma yaqulun ila akhirih. So this is where it's used in the Quran. When someone claims something great against Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, subhanahu. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far removed from ever having these things attributed to him. And then you say, wa bihamdihi, subhanallah. وَبِحَمْدِهِ Subhanallah وَبِحَمْدِهِ And this وَبِحَمْدِهِ This wow here It could be يعني, We don't want to get into the technical نحو of the Arabic But it could mean two things It's called either الحال or العطف So when you say وَبِحَمْدِهِ That means while I am saying Subhanallah I am in this state I am praising So while I am giving tasbih I am also praising him I'm also praising him or it could mean al-atuf. I'm saying subhanallah and I'm saying alhamdulillah after I'm saying subhanallah. So it's al-atuf. I'm doing this and I'm doing this. Or the other one, but both of them are correct inshallah. And when we say, as we've taken before, alhamd, alhamd, the essence of alhamd is we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for two reasons. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for two reasons. And the first reason that we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is because of his likamal sifati wa asma'ihi. Because of his completeness, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why he's deserving of praise. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is complete, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving of praise. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving of praise. That we say, alhamdulillah. 
Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deserves it because of his completeness. He has complete attributes and he has complete names and his actions are complete. Everything, every aspect of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is complete. This is why he deserves deserving of praise. And we said the difference between al-madh and al-madh and al-hamd. Al-madh is, is to praise someone who is not deserving of something. Is you praise them, مثلا, because they want to, they, they give you some, مثلا, the poets of the old days to praise the kings. They used to praise the kings just so that the, the, the king could give them يعني, some money. But the attributes that they're praising him with, they may not be true. They may not be true. They could be false. But with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're praising him because he is deserving of this praise. But this is the difference between hamd and, and, and madh. And the second reason why we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is because of all the favors that he has bestowed upon us. So, مثلاً, if someone, if someone, something good happens to someone, مثلاً, they get a pay rise or something happens like this, or they say, Alhamdulillah, they attribute this ni'mah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the more obvious يعني, of these two meanings is the first one. For when you disassociate, when you say, Subhanallah, you're disassociating يعني, all deficiencies from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you establish this reason why you're doing this is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect and complete in all aspects of Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in His that and His sifat and His afad. But this is why the reason why we say Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. So they're complementary to one another. And in another narration, the Prophet Sallallahu said, "Man qalaha fi yawmihi mi'ata marra khattat anhu khatayahu wa in kanat mithla zabad al-bahar." The Prophet Sallallahu said, "Whoever says Subhanallah wa bihamdihi in his day, and in one day he says this one hundred times as well, that all his sins khattat, that his sins will be." Not just removed, they will be obliterated. Yani they will be removed. Even if it was like the foam of the ocean. You know, when you go out to the coast, مثلاً, you know, when the waves crash, and they come on, the, and when they bring this white foam with them. So you see how much that is compared to the actual wave? It's a lot more. For even if your sins were like this foam of the ocean when it crashes, and if you say this dua a hundred times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all your sins. And this is again, we say, it's, it's associated with the, the minor sins. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove all your minor sins if they were مثل زبد البحر, like the foam of the ocean. But the major sins we said, they always need a sincere tawbah. For the minor sins are expiated, but the major sins they need a tawbah, the person themselves to make the tawbah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives them for that sin. And subhanAllah, if you want to combine the intention of these, if you say this in the morning a hundred times, and you say this in the evening a hundred times, and you want to say it again a hundred times for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive your sins, this is three hundred times. So if this is too much for you, you can combine it. You can combine the intention. So I'm going to say this a hundred times so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives me, and so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is as part of my adhkar al-sabah. And you say this a hundred times, yes, for both of them. Or if, mashallah, you have a lot of energy, you can say it three hundred times. You can say a hundred and... So you can combine the intention either with the al-sabah or al-adhkar al-masad, depending on your nashat or your energy for that day. And when he says, subhanAllah, the exact amount, he said, mi'a marra, mi'a tu marra, is a hundred times. He says a hundred times. Sometimes the hikmah of why Allah subhanahu or the Prophet legislates something to be a hundred times or ten times or three times, we don't know. We don't know the hikmah of why he said a hundred times. And you know the Sufis... They go into mubalagha for these things, but they have no mustanad. You say the name of Allah, Allah, Allah a thousand times, your face will be nur and, and your whole day will be nur and ila akhiri. They make up things, they have no mustanad, they have no evidence or they have no basis in the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rabbama, it was very hard on the person. For they have to say this a thousand times, we have to say this two thousand times. 
For this is all mubalagha and there's no basis or mustanad in the sunnah or in the sunnah of the Prophet. For when he says here, Mi'a marra, for this is something which is achievable, and because the other father very easy, subhanallah bihamdi, subhanallah bihamdi, is very easy to say. So why the hikmah of a hundred? But he said, if you increase on this, as the hadith said, yani no one will come with something better than him on the day of judgment, except someone who said something similar to him, or they increased on it. So the bare minimum is that you say this a hundred times. And if you want to increase more than 100, this is up to you. If you want to stick to 100, this is the bare minimum. But you're on the day of judgment. Mathalan, if I said this 100 times, and Abdullah Mathalan comes and he says it 150 times. When we're compared to just this act of, of worship, Abdullah will have come with more. Abdullah will have come with more and his ajud will be greater. So to increase in this is no problem. But to decrease in this, you will get no reward. So 100 is the minimum and... The maximum, there is no maximum, as many times as you want to say it. And when he says, minhu, when he says yani, something better than him, he's just comparing to this particular dhikr. Mathalan, on the Day of Judgment, you can come with deeds which are greater than this deed. Mathalan, a person who, Allah alam, who prays Qiyam al-Layl. No doubt Qiyam al-Layl is better than this dhikr. Or Mathalan, someone who goes out to jihad and fights in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No doubt this is a greater amal. For when he says, just restricted to this deed. For it's comparing the numbers. For like we said, if I come with 100, and Abdullah comes with 150, and Thabit comes with 250, for on the, at the end or on the Day of Judgment, when we're comparing this deed, then Mathalan Thabit will be the one who takes the most ajr compared to the other two. But the other two will get the ajr according to what they have said. Inshallah, we'll just repeat the hadith once more. An Abi Huraira radiallahu anhu, قال, قال Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, من قال حين يصبح وحين يمسي سبحان الله وبحمده مئة مرة لم يأتي أحد يوم القيامة بأفضل مما جاء به إلا أحد قال مثل ما قال أو زاد عليه رواه مسلم جزاكم الله خير سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك شهد لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك وأتوب